Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Brian Sussman Show, Faith, Family, Freedom. And I'm telling you, this is the hot talk, just like I used to say on my radio show on KSFO all those years. It's hot talk, not lukewarm talk. God forbid. Read Revelation 3. Jesus himself does not like lukewarm faith. He wants it red hot. So let's dive right in. Ever since the first of the year, we've been talking about faith not fear. Faith, not fear in the new year. But you look around at times and it's easy to to start to wade into a pool of fear. Friends, you don't want to go there. Do not go there. Don't go there. Fear is a personality of the devil himself. You want faith. Now, I realize you look around and things seem to be, especially here in the United States of America, and much of the West seems to be crazier than ever, worse than ever. Fill in the blank. Things are just not like they used to be. I mean, here in the United States of America, we've got record-setting inflation that's rapidly making all Americans poorer in some way, shape, or form. We've got a full-scale invasion by millions, millions of illegal aliens across our nation's southern border. We've got these tyrannical COVID policies that are really decimating America's economy and taking their toll mentally on so many as well. Then you've got, it's hard to believe here in the United States of America, we've got solitary confinement and brutal treatment of those January 6th political prisoners in the bowels of Washington, D.C., Nancy Pelosi and her crew keep saying, insurrection, it was insurrection. No one's been charged with insurrection. All of this you can pin on the Biden administration. Indeed, hiding behind a weak and shockingly senile, well, can we say puppet president? Am I going to be mean-spirited if I go there? I don't know. Honestly, I've been watching politics so closely for so long, I do not know who's calling the shots in that White House. And I would, I would dare someone on the left to say it's Joe Biden pulling the strings. I can't believe that. I don't know who it is. But it's not Joe. Even when Joe was a senator for all those many years, he was not known as an innovative thinker. He was not a guy that came up with innovative, innovative policies. He was not a leader in the Senate. But here he is, leader of the United States of America and this radicalized Democratic Party and its propagandists in the media, which I've talked a lot about here on The Brian Sussman Show. What they're doing is, and this was my last podcast, the very last podcast. I hope you'll take a look. It's episode number 102. It's the Great Reset. Big Pharma, Big Tech, lots of bigs taking over the world. But here in the United States of America, we have a Marxist reset taking place. It's all part of the Great Reset for sure. It's one aimed at overturning capitalism. It's one aimed at upending the U.S. Constitution while pretending to abide by the U.S. Constitution with its limited government and individual rights. It's reimagining America's key institutions of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's all terrible. It's all devastating. It's all destructive to a great country. And yet, 
All of this is really not the real war that's being waged. It's something more fundamental. It's something more profound. It's, it's something ultimately consequential. It's a war being fought within the United States of America today. It's a war against the mind. Now, I want to remind you of something right now. There's a little book in the Bible, 2 Timothy. Go to chapter 1, verse 7. God does not give us a spirit of fear. He gives us power, love, and self-control. Sometimes self-control is, is translated, and it's translated properly, as a sound mind. It's a sound mind. What we have right now is a war against the mind, and people are losing their minds. People with educations from otherwise uh, well-known institutions around the United States of America who no longer can think. Because in those institutions, and I won't name the names, Ivy League included, Stanford included, they've been taught what to think, not how to think. That's not the way God operates. He doesn't want you to have a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. So what's happening in this country to destroy that sound mind, to put that sound mind on shaky ground, to emplace within the hearts of so many fear, to place within the hearts of so many this willingness to just follow? Well, it's daily accusations about the USA. They tell, they tell everyone we're irredeemably racist when in fact we're hands down the least racist, most multi-ethnic nation on earth. I, I love it when you watch the Summer Olympics. Oh my goodness. The Summer Olympics, you see all the teams parading around the stadium. Oh, here's the Chinese. They all look alike. Oh, here's the team from Africa. They look all alike. Oh, here's the team from South America. They pretty much look all alike. Here comes the Americans. Party! <laughs> every, crind, every kindred, every tribe on this terrestrial ball is represented. It's a beautiful thing. But, but we're told that we're racist. We're told that the nation's police are white supremacists that hunt and kill black people practically for sport. And this racial brainwashing starts in public schools nationwide, and it's made its way into many Christian schools as well with this toxic critical race theory that amounts to a blanket indictment of white people. Privilege racists. America's core institutions are racist and discriminatory. This, this is Marxist, my friends. This is another shade of Karl Marx. Another weapon that's being unleashed on the American mind right now is, is the COVID-19 pandemic. This COVID-19 pandemic is being taken advantage of in this country by the Democrats and in other countries around the world by the liberals. Power-obsessed politicians weaponizing this pandemic. Some would say it's really not a pandemic. In either case, weaponizing this illness via lockdowns and mask mandates and vaccine mandates so as to maximize their authoritarian control over Americans. 
friends, I, I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, as many of you know. In San Francisco, I, you, you, cannot, you cannot go into a, public, a place of public gathering. You can't go to the stadium. I can't, I can't go to the Warriors stadium to watch a Warriors basketball game. I won't be able to go to watch a Giants baseball game because I don't have a vaccine card. You can't get into restaurants unless you have a vaccine card. It's like that with many public spaces. Unless you show your card, you're not allowed in. Everybody, I mean everybody, wears a mask. If you're not wearing a mask, even outdoors next to the bay, you get looks and sometimes something, somebody will say something. This happened to uh, members of my family recently. My kids and their kids were at the San Francisco Zoo. They're outdoors. They're not wearing a mask. None of them. They weren't wearing a mask. It's a group of probably, I don't know, at least 10 people not wearing a mask. There were people behind them who they overheard saying, gosh, where do you think those people are from? Florida? Yeah, they're a bunch of Floridians, I'll bet. San Francisco's a, a police state. San Francisco, Nancy Pelosi's own district, San Francisco City County, is a police state. And what do we have? The unvaccinated being demonized as if they're from Florida, like there's something wrong with being from Florida. And nurses and doctors and paramedics and police and firemen and others are out of work because they refuse to take the vaccine. I would say there are millions of people in that particular situation forced out of their jobs because they won't take an experimental medicine. And even the experts will admit the COVID shot is experimental. No fear. We need faith. We need to walk with our chin up. We need to keep our eyes not just straight ahead, but looking up. Because he is in charge. Another weapon used to attack the American mind is the normalization and forced acceptance of transgenderism. It's a bizarre ideology that men are women if they just think they are or feel they are, and vice versa. And the attempted suicide rate amongst transgenders is a staggering 41%, according to documentation I've seen recently. No, this is sad. These individuals, we need to love these individuals. We need to love them, show them God's love, pray for them, counsel them, help them. I don't know what's happened for them to go in this particular direction, but something, something serious took place that caused them to think in these terms. And now it's being accepted and it's being promoted. And these transgender practices are being conducted with young children behind parents' back. Children are being targeted with this gender fluidity indoctrination in schools. They're encouraged to transition to the opposite gender via these puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones and even more significant operations. Don't need to go into the details. 
Meanwhile, in a desperate effort to suppress opposition in all this madness, the Biden administration portrays its political opponents from conservative activists to talk show hosts to podcasters, Donald Trump supporters at large, to parents oh upset over the Marxist indoctrination of their children. They are now domestic terrorists. They are now violent extremists. They are now acting un-American. You know, I just want to say this. These are the same type of tactics that have been used by dictators for hundreds of years, certainly. Maybe since, since the beginning of civilization, there were those who were able to use these techniques. Well, certainly since the beginning of civilization, certainly since beginning with the very first family. Look what happened with Eve in the garden. She was so tricked with slick rhetoric, slick rhetoric, the kind that, a, uh, <laughs> that it seems as if a Jen Psaki has been so well-schooled in. Slick rhetoric got her to take the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But wait, I have to stop. I've got to take a step back. This is America. This is America more than any other nation on earth. America has always been a land of opportunity. America has always been a land of freedom. America has always been a land of hope. I mean, think of the millions of people who have come to this country fleeing, fleeing dictatorships, fleeing tyranny of all sorts. I'll, I'll remind, I know I've told this story before, but I'll, I'll tell it again. I'll go back into my own family history. And when my uncle first came to this country, when my uncle first came to this country, he tells the story. He was a young man in his 20s, and he came to this country from Russia, and Russia was in turmoil uh, with, with Lenin. And he got down, he got off the ship. He got off the ship in Philadelphia, got down on his knees with crowds of people getting off the ship around him, coming down the gangplank, he got down on his knees and he kissed the ground. He was so happy to finally be here. I have a lot more stories like that, but I'll stop on that one. Otherwise, I'm going to start to tear up. I have friends throughout the world. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have friends in other parts of the world. I'm thinking of two buddies of mine in Africa, Nigeria, where all hell is breaking loose as radical Muslims are attacking and killing, uh, killing Christians. It's a terrible situation. And during the past election, they were so rooting against Joe Biden and the Democrats. They said, President Trump has to continue. His international policy is good. He met with our president and actually told our president, why are you killing Christians? That takes courage. And they were so proud of President Trump for making that statement to their president, who in fact has been encouraging 
the mar- the killing of Christians. And these friends of mine have said, you're, you're the last beacon of hope on this planet. If you go down, we all go down. That's America. We have hope, my friends. We have hope because the Christian faith has been from the beginning of the American experience the true basis of Americans' hope. You think of, and again, I've gosh, I, I talked about this in my books, Climategate and Eco-Tyranny. I've written about this on many occasions. I've talked about this in past podcasts. The courage and the grit fueled by the love of Jesus and empowered by the Holy Spirit allowed those who came to New England to settle and flourish. And their hope was that America would be used as a base to spread the good news of Jesus Christ and salvation through Jesus Christ throughout the world. That was their hope in the 1600s. Faith, not fear. Faith, not fear. The abandonment of this faith by so many in power here in the United States of America the abandonment of true, authentic Christian faith has led directly to the madness and the hopelessness that we're seeing about us right now. Every good thing about America, are beginning with the, beginning with the Mayflower Compact, right through the Constitution, there is an exceptional level of personal liberty there's an exceptional level of government stay out of our lives, but instead government's growing larger and larger and larger and getting into our lives more and more and more. But let's go back to the roots. Generosity and the willingness to sacrifice our own lives at times for the sake of others around the planet because we have done that are direct emanations of the Christian faith of this nation. As I'm recording this, I'm reminded of a song. It's, it's an old hymn, which is such a beautiful hymn. And it says, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. That's where we need to be leaning on his name, the most powerful name in the universe, the name above all names. Here's the refrain of that song. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Now, here's, you want hope? You want, you want hope? Not fear? Here we go. This is the last verse of the song, fourth verse. When he shall come with trumpet sound, O may I then in him be found, dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. By the way, I would like to give a big thanks to David Kupalian at worldnetdaily.com. He wrote a wonderful piece entitled Hope in a Hopeless World. 
And quite frankly, I used many of his thoughts to produce this podcast. Again, that's worldnetdaily.com, Hope in a Hopeless World by David Kupalian. Friends, thank you for joining me. It's always a pleasure. It's always a privilege to bring you these podcasts, The Brian Sussman Show. I would really appreciate you spreading the word about this podcast. We're on a number of platforms, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify. Tell someone about this. My ability to propagate this through marketing is limited because I've been censored by so many of those outlets that might be able to help me otherwise. So I'm counting on you to be an ambassador of this program. Thank you so much. God bless you, my friend. And God bless the United States of America.